Coaches Chat. I'm your host, Betsy Foster, personal trainer for over 12 years. I started on a completely different career path and headed into personal training with just a piece of paper that said I could do it. I learned along the way, building a successful personal training career in commercial gyms, privately and remotely. And now I'm here to help you, whether you're a new grad, a career changer, or somebody who's already a pro just looking to get better. I'm sharing what I know, the stuff the textbooks didn't teach you, and bringing on other colleagues to share their experiences. And I'm doing it with compassion, big smiles, and a lot less bravado than you've come to know in the fitness industry. I'm happy you're here. Let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Coaches Chat. Betsy here. Um, (laughs) I've been thinking a lot lately about like, do I need little banter here at the beginning and me to tell you about my life? But I don't know. These are quick. Uh, Hopefully they're they're informative and I don't know, maybe there'll be a time where you want to hear about my life. But this is about you and hopefully what you need. I want to, before we get into the content here of this podcast, I want to remind you that the road to 100 episodes is on. Um, I have a contest going. If you leave a review of the podcast, take a screenshot and either DM it to me on Instagram or send it to me via email, Betsy at bfosterstrong.com. Oh, and my Instagram is at foster underscore strength. Um, you'll be entered to win a gift card. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited. The The reviews are coming in and they're really lovely. I have to say that it is such an such a treat to hear that people listen, first of all, because I don't know if you know this, but I only get the like download numbers. I have no idea who's listening, sort of what's going on beyond the numbers. And then to hear that the information is valuable, to hear that there's something that you're getting out of it, what an absolute treat. I I really like doing this. This is like such a special um special element of of running this business because I've said it before and I'll say it again, the mentors that I've had in my years as a trainer transformed my career and and put me in a place where I can could succeed and I built a career and I will continue to work in this lo- in this field because of all the things that they set me up with. And so the idea to be able to turn that around and give back and really, and really hone in on the holes that I see from an industry standpoint, from a, um, people entering the field standpoint, these sort of like missed groups of people who could be tremendous trainers and build great careers. Um, I'm really happy to get to do this. So thank you very much. If you don't want to leave a review, you can also hit those star rating buttons. Again, the more ratings you have and reviews you have, the more the podcast shows up in searches on the podcasting sites like the Apple Podcasts helps it rank higher, I guess, in the fitness podcast. So I appreciate it. Let's get into this episode. At the time of this recording, I'm not sure what I'm going to name it because I'm going to talk and sort of see what I land on. 
I started with the idea of three reasons it's great to start your career in the gym, but then I was like, no, maybe I want to put more emphasis on the fact that I think three reasons I feel like you need to wait to go out on your own. And those are kind of two different things, so I'll I'll marinate on it as we talk. I think there is a real rushed urgency for trainers to start their own business, to go out on their own. I don't think that it's impossible to do. I think many people do it very successfully. But I think for so many, there are valuable years where if spent in a gym setting or at least working with someone Um, employed by someone with experience, they can gain the kind of foundational knowledge and and real-life application that they then can use on their own. Because when running your own business, there are a lot of additional elements to taking care of the business that may impede your ability to grow as a trainer and to grow as a coach. And there are a lot of reasons for that. If if you think about it, there are just pieces of infrastructure in place at a large gym that help support you in terms of billing, in terms of, um, you know, uh, liability insurance, someone to follow up with um, potential leads leads actually coming into the gym. There are lots of pieces there that are going to help support you when your time is best spent focusing on programming, focusing on coaching, getting better at what you do. As well as we only learn what's in our environment. So we filter our immediate environment and then our extended environment in ways that shape how we learn, and how we will then use our skills. That's why I encourage people to get out of, you know, I'm going to say here that you should learn at the gym that you're at, but I also think you should diversify your learning avenues so that you gain a wealth of knowledge that you then can make the choices through your particular lens and decide which of these pieces you're going to take and use. Because we're going to try not to be just copycats of other people. I see that a lot in personal training and it suggests to me that there is a lack of critical thought as well as a lack of real real drive to learn beyond what's in what's coming into you. And I think, you know, There are a lot of times where I see trainers who have worked in one spot for a long time. They go learn from somebody else and their mind is absolutely blown because they've never heard another thing. Um, And if you're working for yourself, then all of that onus of learning from people is on you to go find them, to go make time to go to continuing education. And I think you can do it. It's just you're not going to get the day-to-day of sort of observing other trainers, working with people, getting some of that education that might be built into working at a large commercial gym or if you're in a boutique gym setting, learning from an, um, an experienced manager or educator. So there are elements of 
starting on your own where you are missing a valuable on-ramp, so to speak. So I see people do it and I know people are successful. I do believe that those who ultimately want to go on and work on their own find that working for someone else first provides the jumping off point that they need. And I think the commercial gym setting is great for that. Now, I, I a lot of people and a lot of trainers tend to, you know, stick up their nose at it. Oh, it's a Globo gym or something like that. I, I think that that's one, to hear themselves speak. And two, maybe this individual or that individual, whomever is saying that, didn't have to do it that way, but that's not necessarily how it works for most people. And we make assumptions about gyms, whether or not they have, uh, like it's a good place to start. Now, understandably, compensation is likely um, less for people who are working in a commercial gym than say a boutique gym or working on their own. But what I will say is there are a lot of costs of running your own business that I don't think people know when they're getting started. So I think that's why people poo-poo it. I think people, you know, in the fitness space have these sort of assumptions about big gyms. And and certainly you're going to get varied quality at different gyms. But I think it's really reductive to think that all people who are working in commercial gym settings don't know what they're doing or have minimal education or are just sort of like about gaining clients and hitting numbers and not about the quality of work that they're doing. I think that's that's a, a, a pretty big oversight. As well as I think that I think that in any profession, there are people who are working harder, who care more. And then there are people that are phoning it in. I had, I kind of went off the other night to my husband about um, how I hate when people phone it in. And, And again, I think I say that on this a lot. I have a level of care about this stuff that sometimes is gets in my way of just getting the work done because I'm frustrated that other people don't care as much as I do. And I feel like when we're talking about quality of our work, it matters to me. But that's not going to be the case everywhere. But it doesn't mean that it's not somewhere and that there aren't high quality trainers working in commercial gym settings that you can learn from. I also think it's really important to say that All the best trainers don't go out on their own. There are many incredible trainers who are working for someone else, who are working for a big gym, who are working in a boutique gym, who are an employee somewhere because it works for them and it's the ideal situation for them. We have to remember that going out on your own is also about being a business owner. Not everybody should be a business owner, right? Every day I'm faced with tasks where I go, wow, I never trained for this or I never got any schooling in this and I don't know that this is is something that I'm particularly good at. Now I'm getting to a place where I'm going to be able to, you know, I've hired someone and I continue to be able to like um, uh, sort of 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, offload some tasks to um, other professionals who are, that's actually their zone of genius. Offload that and give it to them so that they can do it very well for me so that I can do the things that I want to do or the things that I do well, but that's not the case necessarily in the beginning. So that's another consideration is like, not everybody is going to go off on their own. And I want to say quickly that I think it's both incredibly valid to work for someone else, as well as it's probably a really smart choice for a lot of people. A lot of people. You know, I don't know what I would have done if there, if the pandemic, I think I always had intended to do this, but I was training for eight years before I went out on my own. And could I have used a few more years working someplace? Sure. I don't know. So let me start. I want to talk about these three reasons. I've sort of talked around it a lot, but I'm going to go down these, the biggest three reasons that I think if you're going to start a training career, start it as an employee and maybe start it in a commercial gym setting. So I'm going to go through these three reasons. And um, I think this is particularly important for folks who are maybe career changers and who are like, well, maybe I'll just do this on the side on my own. Totally a viable option. I just want to let you know that if you're thinking about like making a big full-time switch, it might be worth going full-time in a place where you can learn from other people. Um, Or recent grads, things like that. I think that it's important to know that there are highly trained, really thoughtful, caring great trainers working in commercial gym settings. And it's a really awesome option if you want to get started in personal training. So here are the reasons, the three reasons I think it's great to start at a gym. You have a potential client base that is bigger than what you can create on your own, as well as they are already partially invested. Listen, if they bought a gym membership there is a foot in the door. Now, personal training is a step beyond, two steps beyond, three steps beyond, and a pretty big financial investment. But they clearly are invested in some form of working out, exercise, something like that, because the gym membership costs money. If you're working on your own and you're sort of like dabbling with potential clients out in the... um ether and they don't have a gym membership, you're like one step back in that maybe they maybe you don't even know if they're willing to to make exercise something that's part of their life. You just have a foot in the door with people with with your pool of potential clients. It's much much and I know it feels daunting, but it's much easier to get clients in the gym than it is to get clients outside of the gym. Number two, you have built-in credibility. Credibility. Whether or not you like it, when you have a logo from a gym on or something, you've got like somebody saying, I hired this person, they know what they're doing. Now, if you have a huge internet following, or let's say you have a great community connections, maybe people know that you're a great trainer. 
But sometimes people are just assuming that you like fitness and they don't know that you have a lot of knowledge. Whether or not it is a good assumption to make, the gym does lend you some credibility. I know I've worked in gyms where where someone walks in and because of the name of that gym, they are trusting me as the expert from with with a big with a large amount of that coming from the fact that I work at that gym. Yes, they've experienced what I have to offer. But to a certain extent, if somebody's only coming to one complimentary session with you and then they sign up, there's a part of that that's like, well, this gym hired that person. I think it's I think whether acknowledged or if it's, you know, subconscious, there is a lot of weight behind you working in a place that trusts you with clients because their name is attached to it. Um, and, and I think that, you know, increases with the sort of like level or reputation of the gym that you're working at. And then number three, and this is not every gym because I think some gyms do it differently, but basically in, in many gyms, you're getting a W-2, meaning you are an employee, somebody is taking care of your you know, they have payroll taxes of their own. They pay you a certain amount. You know how much you're getting. If you want to have your taxes, you know, if you want things withheld, they take care of that for you. There is probably an option in some places for health insurance. Now, maybe that's not every place. There are, like I said before, like your liability insurance is taken care of. There are a lot of little business elements that are just taken care of for you because you work in a large corporation, especially in these big commercial gym settings. They have systems in place. And for those things, you don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it. Yes, maybe you're taking less home per session than someone who is... um, uh, running their own business, but they are also, you know, the person running their own business is paying the credit card fees. They're paying their, you know, quarterly taxes. They are paying for software or they're paying for equipment. If you're if you're training people and you got to provide them equipment on your own business, you're paying for that yourself. You know, who's you're not paying for equipment when you work at a gym. These are just things to consider when starting out because you want to think about what, in the same way that we would set a client up to achieve their goal, we'd say, what are the biggest rocks standing in your way? How do I remove those so you can achieve your goal? Why would you put a ton of huge rocks in your way when you're starting in a brand new career? Or when you're deciding to take something full-time. Like, let's say you train some people on the side, and now you're like, I'm going to make it my full-time job. There may be an advantage to taking that full-time job somewhere where you have a support net. You have a bit of a safety net in building your business. Okay? So let's go back. I'm going to run through those three, the biggest three reasons I think it's great to start in a gym, to start your training career in a gym. 
One, people are already partially invested because they have a gym membership and you have a large pool of clients to pull from. Most gyms, it's like 2% of the gym population is actively training with a personal trainer. 2%. Some it's up to like 11, but still 11. There's a lot of other people. There's a lot of other people. Two, you have built-in credibility. Cred- <laughs> I keep messing that up. You have built-in credibility from the gym. So whether you like it or not, when you are starting out and when you're brand new, that gym carries some weight and can help you convert potential clients to paying clients, especially when it's new for you. When you're a little flushed. I know a lot of trainers who are like, I don't know if I'm ready. That gym is going to support and be a safety net. And those sort of nerves that you have going into this sort of sales conversation are going to be maybe a little mitigated by the fact that you can say, I work at this gym and they trust me to do this. So it's certainly going to help the client know that that someone believes you can do this thing. Someone knows that you have the requisite experience or requisite knowledge to get started here. You are going to get better over time, but it's a great place to start. And number three, you got the business stuff taken care of from somebody, by somebody else. I said you get a W-2. I, just the fact that you're not doing your own like business taxes, you're not paying fees to, to take the charges from a credit card. You're not paying for equipment. You're, you have a lot of things that are taken care of on the business end by the gym. And I, I've talked about this before, but the personal training model in most gyms is an intrapreneur model. So you are not an entrepreneur on your own, but you do have your own kind of business within this structure where someone also is running their their overarching business over you. So you're making decisions that work for you. You have a lot of freedom to, in, in many cases, to make your schedule, to decide who's going to be your client, all of that. But you have these big structures helping to support you, give you some of that stability, that security that can be so difficult in the beginning of a training career. All right, if you have more questions about that, let me know. I am happy to answer them. And if you think of anything that you're dying to know about, I've gotten a few of these like, oh, can you talk about this on the podcast? And it's been such a treat because then I know what you're looking for, but it also helps me with idea generation. So I am so appreciative of that. Thank you for listening as always. And um, you can always reach me via email, Betsy at bfosterstrong.com or talk to me on Instagram in the DMs at foster underscore strength. All right. Thank you so much for listening again. And until next time, go do amazing things. Bye.